Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. All right. It is Wednesday, and I'm here with Louis Ragoni. Hello, Dolphins. We are going to discuss the upcoming uh, Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriot game. Mm-hmm. I always get a little knot in my stomach when I think of the Patriots. Uh, maybe I'm a little bit uh, like uh, Joe Philbin, you know? It just makes me a little queasy. Mike, who do we hate the most in our division um, right now? Do, uh, well, right, right now, now it would we have to be, it, well, Adam Gase, I mean, th- many people hate, but for me, it's Bill Belichick and the Patriots. How can you Okay. Not? Yeah, I, I, I'm, an, I'm in agreement with you right now. I mean, there was a point where I detested the Jets in the 80s because they were just a, a, a oh, pain I still in our ass. Oh, oh, I do too, but I'm talking about the most. I mean, I'm talking about the team in our division that we hate the most. The Bills thereafter with Jim Kelly and those guys hated them more than any other team in our division. And for years now, it's been the Patriots, and I don't care whether they suck now. They're five. Well, it might, it might be the Bills again before you know it. Yeah, the Bills. The Bills aren't bothering bothering me quite yet. Uh-huh. But they haven't um, got cocky yet. That's they, why. <laughs> right? They may. They may. If we if we lose to them, time in and time out, they've gotten the better of us the last couple times. So, but it, it's definitely the Patriots. I just you know, I I, I have. Uh, I just don't <laughs> like the coach. I don't like. You know the the team. I just don't. I don't like no. the team now. That you know now that Brady's gone, maybe I can like him just a little bit better. But they replaced him with Cam Newton, who I never liked to begin with. So yeah, and I'm in agreement on that as well. Not a big fan of Cam Newton's at all. But I think that's a short term solution. I'm sure they'll do something at quarterback uh, before too long. But uh, what do you think of this current team? The Patriot current team. They're six yep. and seven. Uh, you know, that's basically what they are. They're a 500 team. You know, you look at numbers and, uh, they should be six and seven. Uh, they don't have an awful lot. Um, especially on the offensive side of the football. You want to just go into the offense right now, Mike, or you, you had other comments? Well, yeah. But while, while you're doing that, uh, let me know what you think of their, what their approach will be, because I think they're just going to try and bully us like they did in week one. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you think that this receiving core is going to have any, 
any type of chance against our secondary that that's not happening i mean they just don't have they don't have the horses in the race i mean if they're going to try and beat us they're going to beat us by doing the same thing they did in week one against us which is just running the ball an awful lot and um you know that's that's where their strength is i mean their passing game is just absolutely pathetic i mean they cam newton's mike his i don't know if you looked at his numbers no i didn't He's got five touchdowns in 12 games, 10 interceptions. So he's thrown twice as many interceptions as he has touchdowns. I didn't have to say that, but, you know, for those of us that aren't. They're a little slow in math, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It will get you up to par. But here's the thing. I mean, he's also been sacked 23 times for a guy who's so big and strong and elusive. I mean, he's getting sacked like twice a game as well. So. I mean, there's some numbers there when they dra- – he's averaging 181 yards a game passing, Mike. I mean, in, That's this, <laughs> in this day and age of the NFL, that is not good at all. Um, he's averaging about seven yards – a completion. I mean, these numbers that's, are just that's not terrible. Uh, yeah, so it's not I mean, good. It's not it's, terrible. It's it's not it's not good. It's not terrible. I mean, it. Listen, the thing is, this is that they absolutely have to run the football against us. We have to be smart and just put guys up in the box and not allow Cam to run all over us like he did in Week One. I mean, that was a very I mean, Mike, you talk about games this year and, you know, game in and game out, and I've been disappointed, but frustrated was the word for week one because it was like a slow death. You know, it was third and two, third and three, fourth and one, and they were picking up every single first down and taking time off the clock. And, I mean, it was 21-11 the final score, but it seemed like they had beaten us by 30 points when it was all said and done. You know? The game wasn't as close as the score. No. It be, our offense was, it was not there, and our defense just – I mean, they knew what was coming, and they just had no answer to it. I mean, in the second half, I don't think they did a real good job of making adjustments and you know putting I a just bunch. Honestly, don't think the players were quite ready. Right. Um, I think it's a different situation this time around, except that we're quite beat up. We are beat up, but on the defensive side, not so much, Mike. And that's where this game is going to be extremely interesting because I think our defense is going to match up extremely well against them compared to in week one. I really think we, like, as you just mentioned, we're a different defense right now than we were then. Um, as far as them attempting to pass the ball, Mike, I mean, you look at their receiving core and, I mean, <laughs> compare, you you can't throw them against our corners and tell me that they're going to beat us that way. It's not going to happen. Um, their tight end is not dynamic. They don't even have a decent tight end. Um you know, James White's numbers are way down. You know, he's always been a threat out of the backfield. Yeah. And his numbers are way down this season as well. And that may have a lot to do with the fact that he doesn't have his boy Brady there throwing the ball to him and dinking and dunking. Um, Newton just tends to hold on to the ball, tries to create downfield, tries to outrun everybody. And, uh, you know, he's not a young man anymore. You know, um, you know where, where they excel – is that uh, run-pass option, you know, and him running the ball a lot. I mean, he has a lot of attempts uh, this year. He's their second-leading rusher. He's got almost 500 yards rushing this year, Mike, and he's averaging four yards a carry. 
and he has 11 rushing touchdowns. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he's, he's a strong guy. <laughs> but 11? I yeah. mean, you know, he's on pace, Mike, to rush for, you know, roughly 15, 16 touchdowns yep. this season. That's a lot. Yep. You know, for for a quarterback, I mean, it is a lot. And if you look at the rest of this roster and where it's coming from, it's you know he he's by far head and heels above anybody. Nobody's even close to that number. Damian Harris, who's their leading rusher, he's got almost seven hundred yards. He's very good running back. So that combination of the two of them is very good. I mean, he averages five yards a carry. This guy. Um, yep. And he's got two touchdowns. So <laughs> that's, you know, that that's where it's coming from. I mean, Rex Burkhead is hurt, which is a positive because he's a very good player. Um, you know, Sonny Michelle is still there. Um, you know, he's averaging over five yards a carry. He has a touchdown. I mean, they have some running backs. He missed a lot of games. He did. He's only played he's only played in six games total. Yeah. And he's only started in three of them, and I think those were early in the season. So, yeah, he's been in and out of the lineup, um, injured. But Damian Harris has actually been a major plus for them. I mean, he's been their best, you know, past Cam, you know, as far as running the ball. He's he's probably their best offensive player right now, and you can throw Cam in there too because when you throw 10 interceptions over the course of a season – um, you know, that that's not very good, and you only have five uh, passing touchdowns. So, you know, his numbers aren't great this year throwing the football. That's what we want him to do, Mike. You know, we have to force them in the passing situations. Yes, please. Over and over again. Over yes. and over. And just, you know, yes. lay him up. You know, put some hits on him and, and, you know, get him thinking about stuff and take him out of the game. I mean, that's the key is just taking him out of the football game as far as running the football. Can't yeah. have him getting five, six yards of carry. Exactly. So you think they can do it? I think so, yeah. I mean, it's, it, we're pretty healthy. I mean, I saw that uh, Van Noy had a limited practice. I don't think Roberts practiced today. I don't uh, think so either. Uh, so I don't think we're going to see him. I think, you know, Van Noy is going to probably be a 50-50 crapshoot. Um, but if you look at what we did last week against the run, I think that they're more than capable. And I think that they need to bring bodies up, Mike. You know, I, I don't think that their tight end is a threat, you know, getting behind our linebackers. Well, with um, our corners, why wouldn't you? Exactly. Our corners. I mean, seriously, I think that we should have nine guys in the box and just beg them to throw the football. Just yeah. beg them to throw the football. Throw nine guys in the box all day. Have guys shooting the bo- uh, the gaps all day, and just you know pressure them into you know and putting them in third and long situations over and over again. Um, you know that's how we're gonna. That's how I would you know go uh, approach stopping them. I'm a little more conservative. I'd probably go eight in the box and have a safety back there. Yeah, yeah. just in case. But go full throttle. <laughs> I, I want I want three guys hitting Cam Newton every time he even uh-huh. thinks about running, and and that that'd be our safeties, Mike. You know that before our defensive linemen and our linebackers even get to him, I want our safeties just blowing him up uh-huh. like three four yards behind the line of scrimmage. I don't know, he might hurt Bobby McCain. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh no, he can hurt. <laughs> Listen, he's he's bigger. 
Mike, he's bigger than everybody on our defense. Uh huh. You know, uh, I don't think there's a guy on our defense that's that's taller than him, and uh, he's got a lot of weight behind him as well. Yeah. Oh, he he's you know he's he's a he's a horse. There's no question about it. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the other side of the ball. Okay. Yep. Defense. Yeah. Defense. Uh, Go ahead. You know, our offense is missing a lot of pieces, and uh, how do you think they'll be effective against this uh, Patriot defense? I mean, Mike, that's that's a real good question because it just depends on who's on the football field for us. I mean, obviously you want – You know, earlier in the year, Parker said that I am not going to miss a game. Mm-hmm. And he was serious, and I believe that he was serious, and I think that he'll be out there. Now, whether or not he's 100%, I don't think he will be, but I do think he'll play. Now, Gesicki, the coach, has not said a word, but I don't think he's going to play. We all saw how he went down and off the field last week. I don't, I, don't think, I don't see him coming back this week. I'd be surprised if he comes back at all. This season, uh, This yeah. season, yeah. So, Yeah, yeah. Um- I mean, Gasicki's going to be a big loss, you know, with two or a quarterback. Obviously, they had something rolling there. And, um, you know, they've been a nice tandem over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, they um, were just really starting to make a difference, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Doesn't it seem that way every time, like, you know, Preston Williams over the last two yep. seasons, it seemed like just Same as he thing. was getting yep. going, we lost him. And now Gasicki, who, you know, we've been on – you know, he, he disappeared there for about a month and he's just been playing lights out and now we lose him. And, you know, as you mentioned, I don't think we're going to see him. They, he wasn't anywhere to be found in practice today. Um, everybody else was around. Everybody had limited practices. Uh, D- Devante did. Um, Grant did. Breida, I think, is back this week. I think we're getting Gaskins back this week. So we are getting bodies. You know, it's just a matter of how they use them. And, um, you know, and how healthy they are, as you mentioned. And, and that's the key to this football game because, you know, you need these veteran guys out there. You know, we have to understand that two is a rookie and, you know, the presence of Parker and Grant and Gasicki, guys that have been here for like, you know, three, four, five years are still important. You know, when you look at that crew, you know, what you just said is important, Lewis, because Belichick has a phenomenal record against rookie quarterbacks. Yes, absolutely. You know what he's going to do, Mike. He's going to give him a million different looks. He's going to get him thinking. If I'm the Miami Dolphins and I'm going against their – this is a whole different situation. I had a whole different philosophy coming in in regard to this game as compared to Kansas City, okay? Uh-huh. If I'm the Dolphin offense, I am going hurry-up mode from play one to the final play of the game against this team because I'm not overly concerned with their offense being on the field. I mean, that's the bottom line. It was a whole different situation with Kansas City. You kind of want to keep the ball out of their hands because you know what they're capable of doing. And they can score, which they showed us, from anywhere on the field. I mean, they did it a few times last week. Uh This isn't the same type of offense. They don't have those type of players. So I think that if you're the the Dolphin offensive coordinator this week and you're looking at New England, well, guess what? Don't allow New England to do the things that they want to do against our offense. Dictate to them. 
you know, keep their personnel on the field. Go with a package that you're comfortable with. And, I, and again, Gasicki's going to hurt because I love that double tight end package. I felt that that was our, our like best Like Smythe offense. and Sheehan, they can still run a couple of tight ends if they want to. Oh, yeah. There's no question about it. They can, But, you know, you're losing something in the passing game. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a step down, Mike, or oh, a no couple question. steps I mean, down. You know, you know. Gusecki can one-hand catch and uh, – Get down the field. Yeah. Right. So. These two fellows are going to – you know, I mean, listen, I, they've had great years. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from anything that they've done this year because they're very good football players and they've done a really good job for us. But Gusecki – Allows you, uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that catch last week, you know, in the end zone was what, 25 yards out, 28 yards out, whatever it was. I, it, ju- I still can't figure out how Tua got that ball in there, to be honest with you. And, and neither can I. I mean, it was, you know. That's was, a ball you don't throw, and he threw it and got it there, and I was really amazed because. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> a were, great throw. There were, there were a lot of hands there that could have knocked that ball down or intercepted it, and it didn't happen. Agreed. So, you know, getting back to my point, you know, you don't have – if you have Parker and these guys on the field, it's a positive. If you don't, then, you know, you've got to have Tua just out there and dictating to their defense what we are going to do. And, you know, it means throwing the ball in the flats, you know, short passing game, but just a hurry-up offense. And you know what? Let their offense come back out on the field if we go up the field in two, three minutes because I'm not worried about their offense. I'm really not. I mean, they can, you know, run Cam Newton all day long and and do that sort of thing if that's what they want to do, and that's fine. But I think that we almost have to dictate to them what the pace of this football game is going to be. If we're huddling up, Mike, and we're you know throwing three, four receiver sets at them and going that route, I think it's you know it it it's not going to be overly successful because they do have a decent defense. Their defense is still solid. I mean, there's something that, you know, they still, they're still run by Belichick. You know, he has these guys coached up and, um, they're still a pretty solid team overall. Um, you know, on that, de- on the defensive side. So what makes them more susceptible to the hurry up? The fact that they're not, they, you can't, Mike, if they, if you go to a hurry up, they can't get personnel in and out of the game like they love to do now you know we're the same way but you know how belichick is he wants personnel on the field for for situations so guess what you know you throw if you want you throw the double tight end set at them and you continue to just throw a run out of those formations you know you do the jet sweeps with grant on the field if in fact or bowden you know in, right. in that case you know you create things and you make them think you don't you don't put two in a situation where you're lining up in a base offense and you're basically running the ball on first down, second down. You know you're you know you're you're huddling up. You don't want that. You don't want third and longs. You don't want third and so you don't want to uh, having to look at coverages and stuff. You want them dictating and short passing game. And then you can revert back to something else once you get them thinking on a different term. I want them dictating to the defense and early. Because we're not get, we're not getting off to good starts, Mike. We're just not. And I think that if they come out of the gates 
in a, in a hurry up offense this week. I think it's going to be a much better situation for us than, you know, per se what we've been doing in football games early, especially against the Belichick coach defense. Well, we're not getting it out to fast starts because we really don't have a complete offense. And and let's be honest, we're not difficult to defend. You know, Belichick's probably going to take Parker away if if indeed he does end up out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the rest of your guys, you're going to have, you know, probably one-on-one coverage. So Bowden's going to have to uh, win his matchup. And some of the other players out there are going to have to win their matchups in order for us to move the ball. I don't suspect they're going to be able to run well because we rarely do. That's kind yeah. of how I see it. I mean, their run defense, Mike, is where they're weak. I mean, they're 23rd in the league. So if Gaskins is back and he can get 80 or 90 yards rushing like he did Maybe. a couple of weeks yeah. ago, I'm okay with that. And if he makes plays in the passing game, which he did two weeks ago, I'm okay with that. We need production from that running back position like we did from him two weeks ago. If we get that, mm-hmm. and if we get a couple other guys that contribute, we can move the football on this football team. There's no question about it. I mean, listen, their their defense is is good, but it's not dynamic like it was last year. I mean, they're missing a lot of guys. Right. Um, you know, they have a decent amount of sacks. They have 19 sacks. In comparison, we have 34. We have almost double the amount of sacks they do. So they're not they're not a team that is constantly getting to the quarterback. Um, they have four fumble recoveries the whole season, this defense. You know, so they're not they're not getting a lot of turnovers in that in, in that way. Uh, they have 15 interceptions, and JC Jackson is one of their corners has seven of them, which means teams are trying to pick on him uh-huh. and it's just not working. You know, they're trying to stay away from McCordy and uh, they're, they're picking on Jackson and he's done a decent job. And yeah. I think their secondary is definitely their strength. But I think that up front, the front seven, you know, if you can get guys in the flat and you can get our tight ends working, um, I think we can move the football. We have to, we got to get, we, we got to get points on the board this weekend. Um, you know, I think that, uh, our most successful offense has been kind of in that hurry up mode, Mike. I mean, listen, in the second half last week, you know, it was another indication of that being our best offense because, Kansas City knew what was coming at them, and we yeah. were still successful. Even with the personnel we had on the field, we had success in that second half. And they were blitzing, and they were trying to get to Tua. So, oh, absolutely. You know. they, they, they absolutely were. And Tua was lining up and firing. And, you know, as you watch them, Mike, um, over the last couple of weeks, and the reason that I, you know, I came to this conclusion in regard to how to attack their defense is simply for those reasons, you know, is, is from what I saw over these last couple of weeks. I mean, it's, it's been their most successful way of moving the football and moving the chain. So I think that's the route you have to go. And if it's not successful early, then I, I really don't know what to tell you. I mean, because yeah. there's not a lot of options here. No, there isn't, and that's what worries me because it is Belichick. He's he's going to have his team prepared, and I'm yeah. sure he's going to prepare for that quick two-minute offense. He and may. He very he, well I, may. I would think he would because he's watching the same film we've seen, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, he knows that they're having success with it. He's going to figure out a way to try and stop it. The, the interesting thing, though, Mike, is that there is film, but there's not an awful lot on a lot of these guys. And let's just hope – 
that they get a little bit creative in that hurry up, you know? And what I mean by that is, you know, you're going to have Breida back. You're going to have Gaskins back. You're going to have some of your running backs back. Maybe put two of those guys in the backfield and have them going in different directions in the flat. And let Tua read where the defense is rolling and dump to one side or the other. I mean, they have to do a little bit more than what they've shown teams on film this week. You know that. I mean, when you're going against Belichick, you have to throw wrinkles in. You have to, you know? Yeah. Exactly for the reason I said. He's going to be well prepared to yep. stop what you do well. Yep, absolutely. So, yes, you have, I mean, to, you have, mean, to, you have to be creative, and, and there's different ways to be creative. You can, you can be creative with personnel. You can be creative with scheme, but you have to be creative. You have to, and you have to execute. I mean, you can be – listen, you know, everything's all fine and dandy. You have a game plan, but these guys have to execute. You know, if you're doing an end around to Bowden – and he's going to pass the ball down the field. You have to execute it. You have to practice it. And you have to, I mean, that's a play in the game the where, you know, it, it could be a quick seven if, if you execute it perfectly. Yep. And um, up to this point, I don't know if there's been a gadget play that has worked. Um, no, you know, the, one that, the, the one that did, uh, that we scored on, we got called back because of the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We did. We did. No, there hasn't, there hasn't been many that I can think of aside from that one that we could call half a success. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. You know, again, you know, we're a little limited in the talent department, and that's part why, you know. Right. Uh, there's nobody on this offense that really scares you. I mean, even Parker doesn't scare you, you know. Right. And that's not to take away from him because he's playing. he's been playing great, but he's just not somebody who is going to, you know, score a lot of touchdowns and – uh Really, really, really hurt the other team. And I mean long touchdowns, not not red zone touchdowns. Right. You throw in the fact that he's going to probably be playing somewhat injured. Yep. And the fact that him and Tua just aren't on the same page. Quite haven't timed up yet, it doesn't look like. No, not at all. So, you know, you throw in all those factors and, you know, what can you expect out of Parker this week going against, you know, two pretty good cornerbacks? Um, that's why I say, you know, we have to – utilize some of these other guys that are coming back this week. And, you know, you got DeAndre Washington as well. I mean, you've got guys that can catch the ball out of yep. the backfield. Um, I think you're going to see a good amount of that this week. I, I like really the do. little bit I've seen of Washington. I'd like to see more. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I want to see more Bowden because he looked good last week. Absolutely. So we'll see. I mean, you know, uh, you know, if these guys start becoming factors, then your offense starts to be able to spread the ball around and, uh, be a little more have a little more momentum i guess i'm trying to say mm-hmm. you know because uh, you know we've gone a lot of three and outs especially early in the game as you were saying and uh that makes it tougher for you later in the game as we saw last week yeah i mean listen we've got a tough task ahead we lost one of our most dynamic offensive players and you know as we mentioned i don't think we're going to see gasecki the rest of the year i really don't i, I mean, don't either i think that it over a three three-game period, I mean, I think it's going to take him that long just to heal up. Now, well, We don't even know what the injury is, so it's, exactly. it's, kind of, it's kind of hard for us to speculate on that, but it didn't look good. And, and based on what we saw on the field, I would agree with you. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think so. I mean, my thinking is this. It, it's, I, I'm thinking that if it was severe, 
to the point where he was done for the year, I think we would have probably somehow some kind of way have heard that. But even with that being said, three games is not a long period. It's three weeks. That looked like an injury that's going to keep him out at least a couple of weeks. So if by some crazy chance at this point we make the playoffs, maybe we see him back for the playoffs. But it's going to be that much more difficult at this point because – Going into these games against the Raiders and against Buffalo, you're going to need offense. The Raiders can score some points. Now our defense may be able to you know, keep us in that game. But, you know, where is our offense going to come from? I mean, you know, we didn't want to be in this position right now to where we lost a dynamic player on offense. Parker's hurt to some extent. Grant's hurt to some extent. The running backs are hurt to some extent, you know. Exactly. Well, the, the running, believe it or not, the running back, Situation. We may be our most healthiest going well, into this. Just because they're coming back doesn't mean they're healthy. You know right. what I mean? They're well, just not. One of them was a COVID situation. Right. So that was I'm sure he's, he's fine. fine. Yeah. You know, uh, who was the other one? Brita. What was his? I don't even know what his injury was. But the, the point is this is that at least these bodies are going to more than likely be on the field and, and you know, somewhere around where they can utilize them. I mean, the last couple of weeks, I mean, we were down to, I mean, last week we were down to what, Washington and Laird? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's gotten crazy around here. You know, again, it's unfortunate because a couple of weeks ago, you know, once when Tua first came in, you're looking at the offense and you're saying, okay, now we start getting Bowden in the mix. You know, Grant is, you know, making plays here and there. And, um, you know, but they've taken a step backwards due to injuries and doing, you know, due to not being on the same page and stuff. I mean, you know, the, the offense hasn't gone in the direction that we hoped. And there's really no, um, you know, there's, it's nobody's fault. It's just circumstances. And that's the bottom line. You know, it's the timing, it's the injuries. It's, it's youth it's, on the it's, offensive it's an, line. It's a right, lot of It's an accumulation things. of yeah. a lot of different things. And, you know, the running backs being out, um, you know, it, it's a ton of different things. So, you know, at, at some point, you know, you had hoped that we'd be in a different position going into these last three games than we are, and unfortunately, we're not. So the defense is going to have to carry us. It's and I think time. we are getting flowers back. Speaking of the offensive line, well, that's fantastic. That's that's yeah. another plus. So, you know, maybe Mike, maybe we can get the running game going. You know that that would be that would be vital. I mean, and so important down this stretch. Well, I think it would help. I think it would help too. You know, of course. Yeah, I was just going to say that way the the RPO becomes a little more effective, and play action becomes more effective, and they can be a little more diverse. Absolutely, because I really don't like the fact you know he's having to throw the ball almost every down. I don't think that's uh, the best way for him to get uh, (laughs) indoctrinated into the NFL. I I personally don't mind it. You know, let him <laughs> throw the. I mean, when you're down by 20 points, Mike, it doesn't leave you. Well, that's different. Much, but right. you don't want to be down by 20 points. And if right. you have a balanced offense, you probably won't be. No, but that <laughs> you know, again, you know, we we've got to understand where we're at right now. Listen, yep. next year is a new season, and yes, it is. You know, um, you know, we want them in there. And, you know, this is, you know, we know what we have around him when he's in there. So we just have to deal with it. And he's just, he's got to deal with it. And, you know, we got to hope for the best. So speaking of next year. Right. Do do we make the playoffs this year? You know, again, if we were healthy and the offense was up to par, I 110% think that we make the playoffs. My concerns, Mike, are 
this game and next week's game against the Raiders. Um, I think that, you know, well, those are the games you got to win, aren't they? <laughs> well, yeah, but a couple of weeks ago, I was extremely confident in the fact that we were going to win these games. Okay. And, you know, as I looked at the schedule, I said, we're a better team than New England and we're a better team than Oakland. But due to everything that's taking place over the last few weeks, uh, you know, the loss of Gusecki, again, it, you know, it, it's, it, it's very important. I mean, with the way he's been coming on, you're taking a big element out of out of your offensive game right now. Um, it's well, going to be it's going to be a struggle. And Kisicki are two best players on offense. There, there's no doubt about that. You know, right. I mean, I'm not counting the quarterback because I'm talking about skill players. Absolutely. But uh, you know, and and you can't replace either one of them because you don't have the talent on the squad to do so. So you know, you you've got to be able to function. You know, if and when you lose them. So, you know, right now we're not really deep, uh, you know, because of COVID and, and uh, all the other situations that have affected our receivers. As far as the playoffs are concerned, you know, I think we'd have to win at least two of the next three, maybe all three. And uh, I think the odds of that are pretty slim, honestly. Yeah, I don't see us beating Buffalo right now. They're a better football team. Um, you know, I mean, can we compete with them on the defensive side? I, I think so. You know, but, yeah, it, I think but so where's too. the offense going to come from? And they're they're a pretty solid defense, and you know Josh Allen is playing really really well. I mean, he's going to be a handful when we go really up well. there. But yep. but you know what? Let's you know we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I mean, we all have seen some crazy stuff go yep. on in the NFL. I mean, yep. look at the the Saints losing last week to Wash. I mean, there's games every single week that surprise the crap out of you. We got to take care of our business. And That's right. You know, to answer your question, going back to it, you know, as I said, a couple of weeks ago, I felt very, very strong about uh, the fact that we were going to win this game and next week's game. Yeah, which, I remember we had those conversations. Oh, you yeah. Were, you were saying they're a playoff team, and I was saying, slow down, Jack. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, circumstances, you know, they bring different – Yeah. They bring a whole different light in. And you know what? Other teams are going to be dealing with this too to some extent. Of course. Right? So, of course. you know, that's, that's what we have to hope for. I mean, right now – you know, this football team is in a good position. I mean, they've won a lot more football games this year than we ever thought they would. And these two games are winnable. They're just going to be a lot harder to win than what exactly. I thought a couple of weeks exactly. ago. They're, they're going to be, they're going to be, you know, we're going to have to grind both of these wins out. And then when we get up to Buffalo, you know, maybe we need a little bit of help from some of these other teams uh, loss here or loss there from somebody, and and we're in the playoffs. Yep. No, I'd agree with that. So, all right. Is there anything else you want to add? I think we're good to go, Mike. I think Me we're too. good to go. Let's uh, go out there and uh, and kick the Patriots' asses. I mean, I I just don't like this football team at all, and I hope they just pound them. You know, I I love Belichick's face on the side. Kick them while they're losing. down, huh? Kick them while they're down. That's right. Lewis will be back Monday to talk about the results of this game. And uh, until then, fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Podcast Network.